Welcome to the Mackenzie McHugh Podcast, and thank you for tuning in. On this podcast, we'll dive deep into God's Word and build faith. Now, more than ever, people are hungry for God and hungry for biblical truth. On this podcast, we filter nothing. If you want to grow in your relationship with God, this podcast is just for you. Let's dive in. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining today. I'm so excited that you found this podcast. My name is Mackenzie, and it is a blessing to have you on here today. Like it said in the intro, this podcast is solely dedicated to teaching the Bible and to encourage you in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you've never made a decision to follow Jesus in your life, at the end of this podcast, I'm going to invite you to do that if you would like to receive Jesus Christ as the Savior and the Lord of your life. I'll lead you in a prayer of, of salvation at the end of this podcast. So stay tuned till the end for that. Today, I want to talk to you about, from the Bible, delighting yourself in the Lord and the benefits of delighting yourself in God. Amen. This is going to be a good one today. This is going to be good. I'm excited. And I am, yeah, I'm excited to, to get into this today. So if you would, go with me to Psalm chapter 37. Psalm 37, specifically verse 3 to 6, and there's a couple other verses. It's a pretty long psalm, so we're going to hop around to specific verses today. Um, Let's read, sorry for the mouth noises. Um, Let's read Psalm 37, starting in verse 1. Do not fret. Actually, let me pray. I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you, God, for this day. I thank you for everybody listening today. Lord, bless every person that found this podcast today in Jesus' name, and that in 2024, we'll see the desires of our hearts fulfilled in Jesus name. Amen. Praise God. Psalm 37 verse 1. Do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass they will soon wither, like green plants they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. Verse 5. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him. He will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn. Your vindication like the noonday sun. And verse 23. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. I love this passage of scripture. It's so encouraging that when we trust in the Lord, when we commit our way to the Lord, when we take delight in him, these are all like verbs, actions we have to take. When we do our part, God does his part. Amen. So specifically, there's three different things I want to get into today. 
And I wanted to touch upon the desires of of your heart. I'm sure maybe many of you are familiar with verse 4, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And I wanted to encourage everybody today listening that God has great things for your life. Amen. As simple and as easy as that sounds, he really does. And he cares more about your life than you do about your own life. He cares about you so much. And Matthew chapter six says, if, if, if even the birds, if God takes care of the birds, how much more does he take care of your life? You're a human being created in the image of God, according to Genesis, the beginning of, of the Bible. We're made in God's image. If, if God even cares about the birds and what they're going to eat and all of that stuff, how much more will he care for you? How much more does he care about the details of your life? Now, to see the desires of your heart, like in fulfillment in your life, to see certain benefits, you first have to delight yourself in the Lord, where it's like synonymous with joy, that word delight. It's like synonymous. It's the same word basically as having joy, that you take joy in the Lord. Like he is your joy. He is your love. Like he everything pertaining to the kingdom of God, you are fully dedicated. You're experiencing great pleasure and joy because you've given yourself to God. And you you literally are committing yourself that you entrust everything to him. That's what it means to trust somebody is to like fully rely on, like depend. It's not just like a little bit. It's like a surrender. Like, I give you everything. I trust you. I trust you with my life. I trust you with the plans you have for me. It's it's a confidence. It's not just, yeah, I'm trusting God like passively, but you know, but you're really not. It's nope, every day I'm taking my hand and I'm putting it in God's hand and him and I we're, we're a team. I trust in him. It's like an active, like I'm fully giving my life every day to you. And it's that trust that cultivates that relationship with God where now you're experiencing certain benefits because you're in covenant with God, because you trust him, because you love him. And you've taken delight yourself. You've taken delight in the Lord You've committed your way to him and you trust him. Amen. So how many of you have ever felt like, you know, you want to see certain things in your life, but you almost feel like you have to go get them yourself because it's taking forever to see a certain promise in your life, or you feel like you have to manipulate the hand of God to get something. How many of you have ever felt like that? Just being real today where you feel like you have to manipulate the hand of God to get this to happen and get this to work. And one thing I wanted to say is that that is that is almost like, you know, this might sound kind of bold, but there's a scripture that says that rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Like if you feel like you have to manipulate and make all these things happen for yourself to see certain things 
it's basically like almost doing like witchcraft. If you ha- if you feel like you have to tell God how everything should be, how you want your life to look, how you want, you know, this to happen and this to happen and this shouldn't go that way. You're basically saying, I know what I need and I don't need to trust God. So that is like almost like a a slap in the face to God. And I feel like sometimes this might not be for everybody, but maybe you've done that without realizing. And you're saying today, like, man, like I, without realizing, have felt like I need to tell God how to how to run my life. I need to tell him all these certain things when really when we trust God, as simple as that sounds or um, I guess you know, oh yeah, just trust God, but um, what's the word I'm looking for? As superficial, I guess, or like, uh, the word is not coming to me, but as superficial as it sounds to trust in God, it actually is so true. You have to give yourself and like trust in the Lord that he's gonna um, bring any benefits and blessings to you. Like it's just, magnet like you're a magnet like things are just drawn to your life when you trust God and when you truly commit yourself to him we don't have to manipulate the hand of God we don't have to try to get things our own way and the moment we try to go after things our own way is the moment we're in trouble we have to put our hope in God And there's a danger with trying to get things yourself because you can easily get out of the will of God that way when you're trying to do things in your own strength or in your own how you want them. That brings us out of that trusting and committing to to the Lord our lives. Amen? So, number one. This is the first point today. Being in God's will is compared to being in a safe pasture. Now, when you delight yourself in the Lord and you're like living a righteous and holy life, you are walking in the will of God for your life. You're walking in relationship and in covenant with him. You're you're in the will of God. So you can compare Number one, being in God's will is compared to being in a safe pasture. That is a benefit to delighting yourself in the Lord. Psalm 37, verse 3, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. There's safety in trusting God. There's safety in delighting yourself in the Lord. There's a safety And you know you're in the will of God, the perfect will of God, when you feel like there's just like a a peace, like I'm enjoying safe pasture as like, just like as like a lamb that is out in the fields eating fresh grass and he's with the shepherd and there's communion, there's fellowship. You're enjoying being with God. It is like safe pasture to you. There's a peace. There's a safety. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 33. Um, Actually, let's read verse 32. For the waywardness of the simple will kill them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me 
will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. Whoever listens to me, so it's contingent on whether or not you're listening to the Lord, obeying Him, committing yourself to Him, trusting Him. Whether or not you do that depends on if you're safe, if you're safe from wickedness, safe from sickness, safe from any of those things. That you'll live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. When you're in the will of God for your life, there is a safety. There is a peace. You're enjoying safe pasture. You're enjoying life. Amen? When you are in the will of God, when you're delighting yourself in the Lord. So really, when you, when you delight yourself in God and you're trusting in Him, that's a sign that like you're not going after your own way. You're not going after your own will for your life, but you're submitted to the will of God. The benefit, first benefit of that is that you will live a peaceful life, that the will of God for your life is compared to being in a safe pasture. There's peace. Number two, being in God's will brings a stability and confidence to your life. Being in God's will brings a stability and confidence to your life. Psalm 37, verse 23 The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Firm. He makes your steps very, very firm in the one who delights in him. When you delight yourself in God, it takes the questions out of life. You have a clarity. You have a peace. You have a confidence because especially now, I mean, this is the Old Testament. This psalm is written. I mean, they didn't have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of them. But us as believers, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you're actually filled with the Holy Spirit. That The Bible says that, that the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. So you and I are New Testament, like we are in a new covenant with God. We are filled with the Holy Spirit and we can experience every single day a confidence and a stability in God that I know that I'm in right standing with God, that I, I've been forgiven of my sin, that the Bible says in Romans, in the book of Romans, that I have peace with God, that I've been justified by Jesus Christ. We can have a confidence and a stability that when we surrender our life to God, that He is making firm your steps, that He's right with you. Whatever decision you have to make, whatever um, is next for your life, you won't have a, a unsureness about the will of God. When you know God's voice, when you know his will, there is no questioning with God, but there's a knowing in Jesus name. So that is what happens when you are in the will of God for your life. There's a confidence and a stability, confidence and stability. Who likes feeling like they don't know what to do or, or they don't know where to go? I know I, I certainly don't like doing, I don't like that for three seconds. I'm good. I like having a, a confidence. We might not know the whole plan of God. We actually won't. There's things in your life that if God told you he was going to do it, it would, it would probably like freak you out. If he told you all the great things he was going to use you to do, you would most likely shrink back in fear. But 
God will always help you and, and guide you and show you the next step. He'll always give you direction. He always will line things up. And the Bible also says, the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. So be encouraged today as you're going about your day that ask the Lord, hey, Lord, what would you have me to do today? How can I please you? How can I obey your voice today? What can I do? I'm here and I want to be used. There's a confidence and stability in the will of God. And it's great. It's great. I mean, I remember looking back at my, you know, even before I was saved, you know, you're just confused about everything almost. There's no clarity. You're not sure which way to go in life. But I'm, I'm grateful today that I know Jesus and that he helps me with every single decision I need to make in life. Amen. And also in, um, I believe it's in the book of first John where it says you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. The confession of a Christian, we should never just say, oh, I don't know what to do, or I don't know how to navigate this. I encourage you, do your best to never let those words come out of your mouth. And if they do come out of your mouth, ask God to to forgive you, because I've definitely caught myself, I'll be honest, like I've said, you know, in certain situations, you, you could get in the flesh, or you could say something like that, or feel that way. But the Bible says that you know all things. Now, in your mind, you might not know, but your whole, your spirit man on the inside of you will like literally guide you because Romans chapter eight, verse one says that those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. So you and I can be confident and have stability in our life. Because we have the Holy Spirit living in us who makes firm our steps and who guides us in the right way. Amen? Praise God. So that is the second benefit to delighting yourself in the Lord is that you'll have a confidence and stability in your life. Number three, there is an open reward for obeying God's will. This is the third benefit. And the last benefit I'll get into today is that when you delight yourself in the Lord, there is an open reward for for obeying God. Open reward. Uh, Psalm 37 verse 4. Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Praise God. Verse 6. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Praise the Lord. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn. Verse 9. This is all throughout this psalm. For those who are evil will be destroyed, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Praise God. Verse 11. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. Praise the Lord. So as we just read in the scriptures over and over again, Psalm 37 repeats constantly the reward for serving God. It it mentions land, physical land. It mentions um, the desires of your heart. All of these things are rewards from God. And one thing that 
is really important to know is God will bring the right people. He'll bring the right things. He'll bring the provision you need. He'll bring every single reward that belongs to you. As you put yourself in the will of God, as you say, Father, not my will, but your will be done. As you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. You can enjoy life with God. God has a great life. He has a great plan for your life. He wants you to have joy, peace. You can be happy. The Bible says in, I believe, the book of Jeremiah, happy are those whose trust is in the Lord. There's a joy. There's a peace. There's a safety. There's a stability, a confidence, and there's a reward for knowing Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ, he died for us on the cross. We have a whole salvation package that we don't have to go to hell. Hell was not made for you and me. Hell was made for the devil and all of his his demons. That's what hell was created for. Hell was never created for you and I to go there. But we were created to know God. The Bible says that, that man is created in the image of God. So, friend, if you're listening to this today, and you've never made a decision to follow Jesus Christ, I wanted to tell you that He loves you very, very much. And that is how He demonstrated His love. The Bible says He demonstrated His love by giving His Son, Jesus Christ, for you and me on the cross. Because of our sin and and disobedience to God, any of the mistakes we've made, it, it created a separation between God and man. And the Bible says that the wages of sin, the the penalty of sin is death. None of us can stand before a holy God on our own because of sin. But I have good news for you. 2,000 years ago, Jesus came the fully God, fully man, and he came onto this earth and he died on the cross for you and for me. He took our place. We deserved that death. We deserved that punishment. But the Bible says that Jesus Christ gave himself. John chapter 3 verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. And Romans chapter 10 says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus Christ is Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is with your mouth it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved as scripture says anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame that is the good news of Jesus Christ the gospel message that Jesus came to earth he didn't sin once. He didn't mess up once. He was the perfect sacrifice for you and for me. He came on this earth, died for our sins, was buried for three days. He went to hell for you and me, and he took back the keys. And then he rose again on the third day. 
He rose again, and now he's seated at the right hand of the Father. I wanted to tell you today, friend, that Jesus loves you so much, and you don't have to live a miserable, empty life. You don't have to be bound by the power of sin another day. Today is the day of salvation, the scripture says, and you can actually be free today. You can actually experience joy, peace. You can experience all of that when you repent of your sin and you acknowledge and recognize that you're a sinner. Number two, when you repent of your sin and turn away from it like a complete 180. I'm turning my back on the ways of this world. It's, it's gotten me nowhere. It's gotten me nothing. It wasn't as satisfying as I thought it would be. If that's you today and you want to repent of your sin, you recognize your sin, you repent, I want to invite you to number three, to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Right where you are. Don't be embarrassed or ashamed. Just right where you are, I want you to pray this prayer with me out loud from your heart. Say, Dear Jesus, I repent of my sin. I confess that that I need you in my life. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life and that you are God. Oh my word. (laughs) And that you are God. And I believe in you. I'm going to heaven Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and for setting me free from sin today. In Jesus' mighty name, I'm a child of God. Amen. Amen. If that's you and you prayed that for the first time today, I want to say welcome to the family of God. This is amazing. And I also want to encourage you that everything you just heard um, before this, on this whole message out of Psalm 37, delighting yourself in the Lord, seeing the desires of your heart come to pass, everything that was just taught on, you can live every single day now that you've received Jesus, that you've put your trust in the Lord. I believe this year, 2024, is going to be your best year ever. And I don't just say that. When you put God first, you cannot come out last. When you give him your best, he will reward you. He will help you. He will guide you. He will provide for you. He will help you with every area of your life. You are not alone, friend. God is for you. Who could be against you? Don't worry about anybody that's against you right now in your life. Because the Bible says, if God is for me, out of Romans chapter 8, who can be against me? I don't care who came up against you this week. I don't care who insulted you. I don't care who gossiped about you. I don't care any of, about any of that. And you shouldn't take it to heart either because there's a God. His name is Jesus and he loves you and he died for you and he is for you. If God is for you, who could be against you? Amen. And the Lord is so for you. He's so for seeing the desires of your heart fulfilled. That's why he had me come on here today to encourage you out of Psalm 37 to let you know, get ready because as you put God first in your life, you won't come out last. Amen. I was even encouraging myself in the Lord two days ago and saying, God has a surprise for me. You know, he's going to surprise me with something. I expect a miracle today. Something good's going to happen to me. Just start even confessing confessing the word that there's a reward for serving God. I I expect a miracle today. Amen. Get 
radical with your confession and, and start believing God for everything that the Bible says is yours because it is yours. Amen. Well, guys, that is the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining today. I pray this was an encouragement to you that as you delight yourself in the Lord, those three blessings are, are benefits. And I'm sure there's a probably a ton more. That was just really touching on it. But as you put God first and you're in His will, you can be assured, number one, that there is a safety and a, 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 a peace in the will of God. Number two, that there's a confidence and a stability in the will of God. And number three, that there's an open reward in the will of God. Those are the three benefits that, that I, you know, studied out. But I wanted to just encourage you with that today, that you are on the right track. Keep putting God first and you will not come out last. Thank you guys so much for listening. Every single Wednesday, a new podcast will be released. In Jesus' name, have a great rest of your week. Have a great rest of your week. And um, until next time, bye-bye.